0: Should we believe all the accusations and statements made against Mike Bickle? Let's discuss this a little bit. And let me tell you what I've learned as one who went through the process with Todd. Why I don't believe every accusation. And why I've learned that that is not wisdom from God. Now I want to say this. What I'm not saying is that anyone's lying. That's not the point of this statement but there is a process for you and i to get to truth and if i make an accusation against a letter uh, against a leader excuse me regardless of who that leader is the bible tells us that we should have two or three witnesses before we bring that accusation in other words it shouldn't be flippant. Now you go well. We got we got several accusers. The only problem is, um, what we need to know um, is, I know that I, I I understand that for these women who are involved, I am sure that part of them is terrified. of retribution i i don't feel the body of christ has a right to know these ladies names at all i don't believe they have the right however that's if they're telling the truth if in fact they're lying they need to be exposed as much as they try to expose mike bickle now mike bickle has admitted to a level of of failure, and he has denied other portions of the accusations. The women, through their advocacy group, have decided they will not talk to the third-party investigator, which, if they will not talk to the third-party investigator, then all of their statements are null and void. And you might go, well, that's unfair. No, it's not unfair. Why? Just in common law in the last five, six hundred years, we have learned that facing your accuser is a must in coming down and finding out the truth. Now, this does not have to be do openly. This is not to do to embarrass them. This could all be closed. It could be Mike and his legal representation. It could be these women and their legal representation and they could sit before a you know a judge you know boy the way we should be able to do this but they have a third party investigator that third party investigator should be able to talk to these women and validate some things and then they should go back to Mike and if they can't they should go let let Mike should have the right to face them why because there are some huge cases that have gone pretty bad in the last three years. Trevor Bauer was accused by a woman. It turned out she, not only did she plan it and fabricate stuff. It was all part of her plan. And her attorney appears to have known it too. And, and he lost millions of dollars. A Punter from San Diego State University was accused by a woman of gang rape. It turned out he had left an hour before the incident in the video of the incident. Number one, doesn't have him on it. And number two, has it has her, she was into it. Gross, I get it. But I'm just saying that's the truth. And the cops knew the police officers knew this and didn't say anything for months until it finally came out. He lost his NFL pick. He was picked up by the New England Patriots and then was cut because of the accusations. <coughs> And now we got the Harvey Weinstein and yeah, guilty as Epstein. We all know the horrible stories. We do. When, when I went through the thing with Todd, the reason we did disregard the tribunal is because the way the investigation was set up was this, this is what we were told. You will not know who's accusing you. You will not be able to face off against your accusers. And you will not be able to talk to the five-panel tribunal. You will not know who they are until the statement comes out. And I went, you don't need us. And me and Todd talked about it. And I said, I wouldn't participate. It's the most ungodly, unbiblical, unrighteous, demonic setup I've ever seen in my life. That's just not how it's done. I don't care if the names, you know, you, you know, we can make a gag order agreement that you're not going to release any names. That's fine. But I had done investigation. I didn't want to investigate. I was just going to stand with Todd. <clears throat> I told Todd, I will be your friend and walk you through this whole process. And then Rick Jordan asked me to investigate. And I did investigate. And you know what I found? A lot of hokey pokey going on. All right. And why is that important to know? Because we should never take things at face. value. I'm a lawyer's kid. Now, what that means is I know enough to be dangerous. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm a lawyer's kid. And, you know, I've studied law and I've studied processes and I, and I love that stuff. And, and the reason you have to face your accusers, is because when you could hide behind eminimity, you could say whatever you want with no consequence, And by the way, we see this all the time. Let's, let's, should we go to the Jesse Smollett incident of saying he was attacked by two mega men that he paid for? I mean, this is the problem. Okay. And so people do lie. And and women lie as much as men. And so let's not do that. Two, let's go to the second point of this. Some of these women might not be victims, they might be. Um, um, co-centers and what they and Mike Bickle did, I don't know. I, at least one of the ones had an affair with them. And no, you can't go, She's more. he's more powerful and all that. Why? Because Joseph made the right decision. Joseph made the right decision. And we have an example of someone who went to jail for making the right decision. And well, someone comes up to me and says, sleep, you know, cheat on your wife. Or I'm going to kill you? Kill me. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I've got 36 years uh, this coming January 23rd. And, you know, I like keeping that 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 going. I want to I want to walk my days out with her the rest of my life. And I'm not going to... Kill me. What are you, you going to do? Kill me? I'm sure they weren't under that kind of threat. And so let's just end that, okay? Maybe... Mike accused her of something. We don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. You don't know. Three. Some have, you know, speculated, Mike, Dr. Mike Brown put this on his last podcast. They saw about this. Some speculate they weren't prophets around because they would have known. No, they wouldn't have known. Stop thinking that prophets know everything. Okay? Stop that. That's not, a prophet doesn't know everything. Even Elijah or Elisha says, I think it's Elisha, it might be elijah when the woman comes and her son is dead, he said, she is grieving and the Lord has hid this from me. So can we please stop thinking that prophets know everything? The reason teachers should not teach on the prophetic is because they don't know the prophetic. They don't know how the prophetic works. I'm sorry. Let prophets teach the prophetic. Because when teachers teach the prophetic, they they screw it up all the time. And it drives me nuts. Your, your best doctrinal people cannot explain hearing God's voice. They're in the books. They're not in the spirit all the time. And they don't understand that. We don't know what we don't know. We only know that which is revealed. And two, we don't know that no one said anything to him. Okay? So that's that's number point three, I think it is. Point four, I don't think Mike Bickle is living a double life. I don't know. That was another accusation. How could he live this double life? Who says he was? <coughs> Mike Bickle... <coughs> <coughs> I think he's in his 70s. Might be older, I don't know. And Mike Bickle has walked out and done great things for 40 years. Let's just say he had three instances. How long were those instances? Were they a weekend? Wasn't living a double life. He, he most likely repented of what he did, which he says he did. And he sought contrition with the Lord and he sought his face and felt that he was forgiven from the Lord. <clears> hmm. <throat> And that was that. I don't think Mike Bickle was having an affair for twenty-five years. At least that's not the accusation. So <coughs> <coughs> let's stop making. I'm sorry for the coughing. Let's stop making it that Mike Bickle was living a double life. Okay, because he was not, and I I think it's unfair to assume that. Um, now, there are ministers. Maldonado was having multiple affairs for a long time. Ravi Zacharias was apparently, his behavior was going on for several years with proposition women. So those two, maybe you could say that. We don't have that evidence with Mike Pickle. I love what everyone thinks Todd did. I love when people comment like, well, Todd, did, Todd didn't do any of that. None of that. <clears throat> so let's not let's not treat Mike Bickle like he's been deceiving the body of Christ. Because I think that's unfair. And if he's been deceiving, what have you been doing? What have you been doing when you've looked at your pornography and you've and you've slept with your girlfriend or your boyfriend and came back to church the next week? And what have you been doing? Because I'll tell you what let's let's you want to get real let's not let's not accuse a man of something we don't know we don't know and because we don't know we should just shut up about it let's not accuse Mike Bickle of the worst heinous crimes in the world okay because we don't know now does IHOP have the right to remove them absolutely they do that's part of the bylaws I think they jumped the gun. Um, they didn't jump it because of righteousness. They jumped it because of the fear of the people, the fear of how it would look. They, I don't believe, I'm going to be honest with you. I think IHOP failed in waiting for the third party investigator to conclude. They should not have removed Mike Pickle forever until that third party came back and said, This, this, and this. Because people were clamoring. What are you going to do? You just got him on sabbatical. They felt the pressure. And let me tell you something. I get it. But I do not think Mike Pickle's done in ministry or has to be done in ministry. I think that... (sighs) I think a lot of people wouldn't be able to work, work work well with David or Paul or Peter there was those that brought up their past yes Peter denied the Lord yes Paul pursued the church what sins have you committed that you feel like the Lord hasn't forgiven you about because he'll forgive them about everything and spiritually speaking It says, him who is spiritual, go to your brother and restore your brother. Restore your brother in the faith and also in his calling. If you sit there and say to anyone, listen, and this has been said, that person can never minister again. Who are you to tell somebody else that they're done in ministry in which God called them? That is not our place. That is just not. You might not want to listen to him again. Perfectly okay. I get that. I understand your anger. I get that. Be careful before you put yourself on the throne. Because it's not his ministry. It's the Lord's ministry, which he gave him. And when the Lord says he is done, he'll take him home. But he ain't done until the Lord says so. And me and you do not get to determine that. Five, how should the church pray? We should pray for peace and restoration. We should pray for this women's healing. We should pray for the truth. Do you know that prosecutors are not allowed to want a conviction? Prosecutors swear to find justice. And justice isn't always a prosecution of somebody. Justice doesn't always include jailing somebody. That's not what justice is. Defense attorneys are supposed to zealously defend their client. But if you have a zealous prosecutor who wants convictions, that's a prosecutor who will over-prosecute every time. And they'll worry about their prosecutorial count instead of their justice count. And that's a dangerous prosecutor. Different motives. They all pass the bar, but you have different modes of operating on each side. The one, zealously defend your client, is so that your client has the best reputation or representation before the judge and before the jury. That that person to give everything he got for the defense of that client. Within law, right? They can't lie. They can't perjure. <coughs> Same thing with the defendant, I mean with the prosecutor. But if he's zealous, you know what a zealous prosecutor does? He hides sculpatory evidence. Sculpatory evidence is that evidence that would uh, exonerate the defendant, but they hide it because I'm gonna get this guy. I know he's guilty of something. This is my best shot. And that happens a lot. Okay. So that's that's not good. All right. <coughs> more damage has done been done to the prophets by the non-prophetic people than has been done by the prophets because the non-prophetic people think that they have the wisdom to sit there and judge prophecy when they don't even understand prophecy don't understand how to unwrap an enigma and the wisdom to do it and they don't understand how the prophetic works when it says If there's prophets among you, let one or two prophesy. Let the others judge. It's talking about let the other prophets judge. Let the other prophets judge it. Because they have the wisdom to judge it. You don't let the newest person in there judge the word for the whole body. You you make sure the people who are judging the word have the wisdom. You bring in a third-party investigator in here who is trained in doing this. By the way, the one in Todd Bentley was not trained in doing this. Was not trained in, in this kind of investigatory process. Okay? And he was friends with one of the people who was accusing Todd. So it wasn't, it wasn't a third party. It was, let's put it this way, it was not a third-party investigation process. That was bogus. That was all set up. That was all bogus. <clears throat> and then remember this. When you judge, it will be judged back to you. And that's a very that's the fear of the Lord. If you judge too harshly, you're gonna find yourself in a position where someone's judging you too harshly. And you don't want that. Mercy always triumphs judgment, but you don't want unsanctified mercy either. If Mike Bickle is guilty, then Mike built Mike Bickle is guilty and let the third-party investigator find out what's true, what's not. Mike should 100% participate, and so should the women. If one side's going to have anonymity, then I'm out. That's just sorry. Now, they can have anonymity from us. That's fine. But they can't hide hide behind a shield and say, we're not going to talk to the investigator. Because the law calls that hearsay then. If you're not going to come and testify and be the person who testifies, all your statements are just hearsay. They're uncollaborated. They're untestified to. They have not been told in a court. They can't be used. Just the way it is. Sorry. I know that's harsh. I'm saying you can do this in a manner which protects them, and hopefully they're working that out. I think they're trying to. But if I'm Mike's side, I'm saying, look, I want to know who's accusing me. I want to know what they're accusing me. And I want to be able to have my representation questioned. Because I obviously he believes he's innocent in some of the charges. He's already admitted to what he's admitted to. Which is, or, by the way, which is already enough. Right? Like, he had an affair. and shocked us all. I don't know how people do that, but okay. Let's pray. You don't need to have an opinion who's guilty who's not. But I'm just trying to tell you, if you're so into it, I watch all these videos. We don't know what happened. So let's just stop speculating. Speculating doesn't help. Speculating gets on the internet. And it's a lie. It's gossip. And that speculation will be on there. And then when it's exonerated, nobody will get up there and say, no, they weren't really guilty of that or that. That's the problem. And I could talk about that for days and days. Love you let's have wisdom let's see what comes out of this if you're that interested let's let the process be the process and we are not even the observers of the process we don't have to observe the process it's not our role okay it's, IHOP's going through enough they, they they need it by the way IHOP if you're listening stop putting out reports just stop stop it's not transparent. It's foolish. It's not transparent. It's being foolish. And you just need to stop doing that. It's not worth it. So, till later, you be blessed, and I'll talk to you. Bye bye.